Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Penultimate segment of today's program. Write that word down. It's an SAT word. Penultimate. Second to last. <laughs> That's a, a trivia bit for the quiz on Friday. You got that, Amy? Penultimate. Second to last. We're covering today at great length the coronavirus and its impact not only on you and me, our communities, our health, but also the economy. Uh, I think much to uh, the delight of many investors, the various indexes, indices which cover and keep an eye on the stock market, there is reason to be uh, happy there. The Dow Jones Industrial Average right now uh, up 4.89% against the previous close yesterday at 4 o'clock Eastern. Uh, NASDAQ right now up 4.5% on the day, and S&P 500 up 4.62%. Uh, on any other day, uh, these would be astronomical uh, earnings. That'd be wonderful, wonderful stuff. The Dow up over 1,000 points, up over 1,100 points uh, today. Any day other than uh, today, when yesterday we saw such a, a dramatic drop, these would be a, a wonderful, exciting numbers, but now we're just trying to break even. Uh, On the line, I'm joined by uh, ABC News correspondent Alex Prechet, who joins us uh, for the first time on this program. Uh, Grateful to you, Alex, for making time for us. Uh, Thanks for having me, Lee. Thank you. Uh, Out in Washington, uh, the president uh, went to Capitol Hill. He presented to lawmakers an economic relief plan. I've had occasion now since that meeting to to go back and forth with a few of those lawmakers, and they're left uh, hoping for more details. What was the impression uh, you're seeing there in Washington? Well, and, and you talked about that, that wanting more details, and I think this is going to be something that's going to be fluid and we'll see kind of play out over the next days, weeks, uh, as something kind of comes closer to fruition. But, look, so the last, I'd say, 16 hours, we've heard about two main things, right? That first uh, proposed idea is the payroll tax cut and then also uh, some loans for small businesses in order to kind of offset some of the financial hardships as a result of uh, this coronavirus here in the U.S. Uh, but this afternoon, the president uh, went to Capitol Hill uh, to meet with Senate Republicans behind closed doors. He was with uh, Senator McConnell and Senator Blunt and trailed by Vice President Pence, Steve Mnuchin, and Larry Kudlow. Now, our Capitol Hill team here has been working on this uh, pretty hard. And yes, that meeting was behind closed doors, but we are getting some notes as to what happened behind those closed doors. It's about an hour-long meeting. Uh, the president was first and foremost, he pitched that payroll tax cut, um, though a host of other ideas recovered uh, that could help the economy going forward. Um, I think one of the big things for some of the senators there is uh, there has been no firm time frame discussed on any sort of stimulus measure, uh, in particular that payroll tax cut. Uh, though they do want it to move quickly and keep it in effect through the current fiscal year. Uh, the other big thing that kind of came out of this is there are some general questions as to how to pay for it all if it passed. Now, I will say 
that uh, what's been kind of interesting is going into this meeting, you know, we didn't really hear too many hearty endorsements from Senate Republicans, right? Uh, Mitch McConnell said he looked forward to discussing economic, economic stimulus measures, but, but notably did not endorse any of the ones mentioned by the president. Uh, he didn't say he wouldn't endorse it, but I think it's kind of a sign that, yes, the language here and the details here are still being kind of worked out. I think on the Democratic side, we saw from Senator Ron Wyden, who's a key Dem on the Senate Finance Committee, signaled that it's not necessarily against a payroll tax cut, but you know he's kind of said that you know ours is a consumer-driven economy, and essentially we need to do more to put money in the pockets of working families which is much more in line with uh, some of the stuff that we saw from uh, Nancy Pelosi and, and Chuck Schumer over the weekend, their plan, uh, which includes things like uh, paid time leave for workers impacted by quarantine orders and enhanced unemployment insurance and clear protection standards for frontline workers. So, you know, this is something where you're really going to have to kind of pay attention to, uh, to, the, uh, to, 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 to the details as they kind of work themselves out going forward. Some of the relief, some of the agencies, or I'm sorry, uh, like areas of industry that might be on the receiving end of these cuts could be things like uh, airlines, hotels, the cruise industry. Uh, those are the types of folks that, uh, that that Trump has made mention of in the past uh, as, uh, you know, folks have canceled uh, their stays in hotels, their flights. Uh, if, if I'm honest, I have uh, adjusted my own schedule uh, out of some really? hesitation and just trying to be cautious about things. I, so he's, he's talking often about those types of folks. Well, Lee, it's really interesting because, yes, before today, you know, it was, it was much about small businesses, right? But then after, after that closed session with Senate Republicans, he came out and addressed the cameras. And, you know, he, right. said, he said pretty, pretty bluntly, like, we want to protect the shipping industry. We want to protect our cruise industry, cruise ships. We want to protect the airline industry, uh, which are all these, all these industries that you just mentioned, all these industries that have had some tr- tremendous effects uh, over the last few weeks because of this novel coronavirus is here uh, in, in the U.S. So you're you're, I think you're hitting the, the nail on the head here. Um, a, a lot of a lot of talk about offsetting, you know, some of the loss of businesses that these larger American industries might be facing. Can, can I uh, take a, a turn here and ask you about a, a different issue? Uh, and it's really just drawing on your proximity where you're doing your work today. Uh, I used to be a congressional aide. I was back in Washington D.C. for a number of years. I know that uh, uh, folks work in close quarters. Uh, there are large crowds often. Well, what's the feel? you're getting uh, there as you work each day uh, on Capitol Hill in terms of folks, uh, the precautions being taken against this coronavirus. And, and I'm sorry to uh, take such a dramatic turn, but to, just since you're there, I wonder if I take advantage of your observations. Yeah, no, no worries. Uh, look, I mean, it's one of those things people are monitoring, um, but I, I, I won't say that it's gotten to a point where where it's it's stopped uh, daily life, right? Uh, things have, have, have still kind of been, uh, you know, business as, as, as usual. Now, what I will say is that we're at a point now where I believe in my last tally, there were seven members of, of Congress that had had some sort of exposure to, uh, to, to coronavirus at this point. There were, there were the six members. Uh, at CPAC, and then also a representative out of California who who came in contact with uh, with with a person who uh, 
um, uh, had, had been infected or was later later tested it tested right. positive for COVID-19. Um, and so, it, yes, there have been th- those instances of, of lawmakers who, who have self-quarantined, and we've seen a handful of those offices shut down for the week. Um, I will say also, you know, the Security uh, Exchange Commission, uh, you know, they've – it's the first federal agency that's, that's, uh, that's asked its wor- workers in Washington, D.C. to start working from home. That's something new that happened yesterday. Um, there was also a, uh, a, a subcommittee hearing that had to be canceled yesterday uh, because uh, members of the military that were supposed to, to be at that hearing uh, couldn't travel because of COVID-19. So there are instances where you do see it actually Im- impacting business here in Washington. But, but I'd say that, that you know, generally things are, things are still very much kind of business as usual. Alex Prochet, I'm sir. I'm grateful to you for joining us on the program today. Grateful to you for your expertise and your reporting. Uh, this you, your first appearance on this program. Looking forward to many more. I had fun, Lee. Thank you. Outstanding. Uh, again, that's Alex Prochet, ABC News correspondent, reporting from Washington, uh, giving us a sense of how lawmakers out there are receiving the Trump, uh, the president's plan uh, to to take very dramatic. Uh, economic actions to counter the impact of the coronavirus outbreak there. It talked about uh, payroll tax uh, relief and maybe some loans to smaller businesses. We spoke earlier today with uh, Utah Senator Mike Lee, who said, uh, yeah, you know, we heard from the president, but uh, as has been the case in the past, uh, very short on details. Looking forward to more details in the future. I'm looking forward to those details myself, as I'm sure you are as well. Uh, one final segment here on the program. Uh, and, and tell me, how am I doing on touching my face? <laughs> 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. We have uh, cameras here in the studio. You can get a look at what's going on here via the KSL News Radio app powered by Any Hour Services. I have been giving this advice on the air uh, for days and days now, which is wash your hands, be mindful of your proximity to others. And don't touch your face. Keep your fingers and your hands out of your eyes, your nose and your mouth. And yet I keep over and over catching myself uh, breaking that very rule and not taking my own advice. And I need your help uh, keeping me vigilant. Uh, 57500, if you catch me, if you catch me breaking uh, my own rules and not following my own advice, I want to hear about it. You chastise me, please. 57500 is the way to do it. Next up. We're going to continue our look at this coronavirus and other topics ahead here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.